step away smiling. Turns out sometimes the shortcut don't lead quite where you hoped, and cuts through bloody country too. Just a rumour of gold turns him mad. Whist took another swallow, the nobble on his scrawny neck bobbing, and watched two would-be prospectors wrestle over the last pickaxe at a stall while the trader struggled vainly to calm them. Imagine how these bastards'll act if they ever close hands around a nugget. Shy didn't have to imagine. She'd seen it and didn't prize the memories. Men don't need much beckoning on to act like animals. Nor women, neither, added Whist. Shy narrowed her eyes at him. Why look at me? You're foremost in my mind. Not sure I like being that close to your face. Whist showed her his tombstone teeth as he laughed and handed her the bottle. Why don't you got a man, Shy? Don't like men much, I guess. You don't like anyone much. They started it. All of them? Enough of them. She gave the mouth of the bottle a good wipe and made sure she took only a sip. She knew how easy she could turn a sip into a swallow and the swallow into a bottle and the bottle into waking up smelling of piss with one leg in the creek. There were folk counting on her, and she'd had her fill of being a disappointment. The wrestlers had been dragged apart and were spitting insults each in their own tongue, neither quite catching the details, but both getting the gist. Looked like the pick had vanished in the commotion, more than likely spirited away by a cannier adventurer while eyes were elsewhere. Gold surely can turn men mad, muttered Whist, all wistful as his name implied. So, if the ground opened and offered me the good stuff, I don't suppose I'd be turning down a nugget. Shy thought of the farm and all the tasks to do, and all the time she hadn't got for the doing of them, and rubbed her roughed-up thumbs against her chewed-up fingers. For the quickest moment, a trek into the hills didn't sound such a mad notion after all. What if there really was gold up there, scattered on some stream bed in priceless abundance, longing for the kiss of her itchy fingertips? Shy South, luckiest woman in the near country. <laughs> she slapped the thought away like a bothersome fly. High hopes were luxuries she couldn't stretch to. In my experience, the ground ain't given all away. No more than the rest of us misers. Got a lot, do you? Eh? Experience? She winked as she handed his bottle back. More than you can imagine, old man. A damn stretch more than most of the pioneers, that was sure. Shy shook her head as she watched the latest crowd coming through, a set of union worthies by their looks, dressed for a picnic rather than a slog across a few hundred miles of lawless empty. Folk who should have been satisfied with the comfortable lives they had, suddenly deciding they'd take any chance at grabbing more. Shy wondered how long it'd be before they were limping back the other way, broken and broke, if they made it back. "'Where's Gully at?' asked Whist. "'Back on the farm, looking to my brother and sister.' Haven't seen him in a while. He ain't been here in a while. Hurts him to ride, he says. Getting old. Happens to us all. When you see him, tell him I miss him. If he was here, 
he'd have drunk your bottle dry in one swallow, and you'd be cursing his name. I dare say, Wisp sighed. That's how it is with things missed. By then, Lamb was fording the people-flooded street, shag of grey hair showing above the heads around him for all his stoop, an even sorrier set to his heavy shoulders than usual. What did you get? she asked, hopping down from the wagon. Lamb winced like he knew what was coming. Twenty-seven. His rumble of a voice tweaked high at the end to make a question of it, but what he was really asking was, how bad did I fuck up? Shy shook her head, tongue wedged in her cheek, letting him know he'd fucked up middling to bad. You're some kind of a bloody coward, Lamb. She thumped at the sacks and sent up a puff of grain dust. I didn't spend two days dragging...